And hello, once again, it is Terry on the night shift. Hanging out on my onesome with something that uh, I've been thinking about lately. I'm just going to jump into it. So when I was a kid uh, growing up, um, when you're a kid, you do grow up. I hope you know that. Um, there'd be movies, TV shows, uh, comic books that would always have that little thing in there that would kind of set off that uh, something in in a lot of people. Uh, as a kid, I grew up with car fans, uh, lots of car fans. <laughs> uh my dad would always get excited seeing different you know different whatever so you know as a kid you kind of kind of adopt a lot of that stuff but um i was really into like the batmobile you know but uh, as i got a little older i would start seeing um some other cars and just really appreciating, uh, just really appreciating the the craftsmanship of some of this. Uh, you know, you got like the Plymouth Fury from Christine. I mean, the car looks amazing. Um, the Cuda from Phantasm. Even though uh, apparently <laughs> they did have a lot of issues with uh, hoping the, the car would run. Uh, which seems to be a, a big thing in movies. Like you always hear this, like, all right, hopefully it's going to run. You know, not unlike the shark from John's. Is the shark going to work today? Is the car going to work today? Uh, you know, you get like the DeLorean from Back to the Future. You know, it's after seeing that movie, you know, what what kid didn't want to have one of those? It looked like a spaceship on wheels. Um so I would I'd, I'd collect cars, and a lot of these you could get. It's a little more now; you can get a lot easier. But before, randomly, you'd find maybe a Batmobile. Uh, I remember uh, I had the Starskin Hutch uh, Torino. Uh, if you don't know that, it was just like this red car with a white stripe on it. <laughs> uh, you know, it had uh, what's called mag wheels and it was a hot rod, you know, just, it was an odd looking kind of, you know, most people wouldn't have a bright red car with a white stripe on it, but it just worked. And, uh, you know, it was cool. It was just cool. You know, you see it and it, you see it in action, you know, they're cutting around corners and all. Uh, you see Burt Reynolds in the Smoking the Bandit movies with uh, his his uh, Trans Am. It was Pontiac Firebird. Sorry, not Trans Am. <clears throat> well, Trans Am. Uh, and then, you know, Dukes of Hazard. You know, some people don't like the roof of the Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> the General Lee of the Dukes of Hazzard. Um, but you'd have interesting vehicles like the Griswold's car on uh, the National Lampoon's vacation movie um it's it's an ugly colored car it's you know 
when I was a kid, my grandfather had what this car's like modified from. And uh, it was <laughs> ugly car. Trust me. If you look up the uh, National Lampoon's uh, station wagon and you, you'll see it's just it's just an ugly color. Uh, the way they modified the front of it is kind of ridiculous. Uh, big one when I was a kid was Knight Rider. You know, you just had that black um, Trans Am with the, the red light on the front of it, which is funny because same creator of that created uh, Battlestar Galactica. So you had the Cylons light <laughs> back and forth. They would use that uh, that sound effect from time to time on the show. But, um, you know, like I said, I, I'd, I'd buy these. I had a uh, little, little Hot Wheels matchbox, a little, little car of, of kit. I had one of the <clears throat> the 60s Batmobile, which was a big one for me. And then you, you, you get into like the Ecto-1 and Ghostbusters. You know? you know, it's got that crazy siren. Um, it... It's just cool, you know, and there's there's people that go out and restore these things or they have found their own and well, they found the car and they built their own out of it uh, with the recent Ghostbusters uh, movie. Then, you know, then probably some people have made some of those modifications to to make it a little a little more like that. Uh, of course, you always had the James Bond movies. Um, one of the first interesting cars I remember when I was a kid, when I was young, I uh, always got a kick out of the Herbie, the love bug movies. You know, it's just a sentient car. <laughs> you know? Uh, there's no explanation for it that I've ever known. I, I've never really looked for like, why is, why is Herbie, you know? Why is Herbie the way he is? Uh, as far as I know, he's just, that's just, that's just it. You know, and sometimes I wonder, is Herbie a big influence on Transformers? Is that why Bumblebee was a Volkswagen? Makes the mind wonder. Um, so yeah, even uh, Transformers, you know, a lot of the, the vehicles in there are pretty recognizable. You know, Porsches, Lamborghinis. Uh, I think Optimus Prime was based on a Freightliner, I believe. You know, uh, when I was a kid, my dad drove semis. So I've ridden in some of this stuff. It kind of kind of gets you to look back and be like, that eh, was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. You know, you, you think about a lot of things most people don't do. You know, most people, they've only ever seen something like that driving down the road. Um, ridden in race cars uh you know kind of living out those fantasies you know, a, lot, a lot of that a lot of that in the 80s it's kind of what it was so you got the 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 guy re rebelling against the law you know smoking a bandit and, uh dukes of hazard you know they're fighting the the corrupt politicians of the town uh you know night rider Right around his car, uh, solving crimes, avoiding crimes, 
Um, uh, the A-Team van. Love the A-Team van. I mean, it, it's shady looking kind of, you know, now, but you, know, you, you, you kind of look at it then. It's just like that two-tone, uh, that like black gray with a red stripe. And for whatever reason, a spoiler in the back. Um, like when when they would make a lot a lot of cars in movies, they get a somebody to modify them. Uh, somebody did a lot of stuff was um, George Barris. Uh, he did the the car for the monkeys, uh, which was a crazy crazy one. Uh, the Batmobile. Um, shit, <laughs> trying to think of yeah, other ones he's done. Uh, the car from the Munsters, um, you know, along with my comic books and stuff, you know, I learned about cars and seeing, seeing all that stuff in movies, uh, you still, you still do. Like if you look at the Batmobile in the latest, uh, Batman movie, things are awesome. You know, it's, it seems like it would rattle your teeth. Uh, I, I do kind of laugh at the scene where he's in the Batmobile and he makes a phone call. That car is too loud to make a phone call. <laughs> uh, but uh, you got uh, what, what's what's. Um, uh, gone in 60 seconds, there's uh, the the car that you know it's the the last car uh eleanor what they what, what they call it because they gave all the cars different names so they were like code words um was it a uh, it's a mustang i'm trying to remember it's been a while since i've seen the movie i've never actually watched the original which i should i should sometime uh Gone in 60 Seconds isn't a great movie, but I love everybody in the movie. Everybody seems like they're having a really good time. Uh, it's like a Bruckheimer, uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Um, I think it's 2000, 2001. Uh, but yeah, cool car, cool car chases. Um, you get the Fast and the Furious movies, uh, all the stuff they did with the cars in that. It's gone a little... Um, out there <laughs> so but still you know it's it's you know america has kind of a um it's a bit different than other countries with cars uh, a lot of other countries you know they have it's not like nobody's doing anything interesting with a car but uh, america i think it's because like they have a lot more space to spread out um, that could be a lot of it. Um, you know, most cars, uh, originally manufactured here, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, even something, I don't know, um, Wayne's world, let's say Wayne's world. They had, uh, I want to say it's a gremlin, but I think it's a pacer, but you know, somebody had to paint the flames on the side of that um and then you got uh you got mad max oh mad max all right so the mad max movies i mean look at those those are you know you see those movies and the cars and the trucks and crazy crazy stuff they they put together for them and they function 
I mean, they may not function kind of how technically in the movie they function, but you know, you can, they, they take them out to the desert and just, just go. Um, uh, the, uh, is it a Ford of some kind? It was the original, the, the interceptor that, uh, Max had, um, Like I said, the James Bond movies, uh, if you really want to watch a movie that has some really, really, uh, really cool cars, yeah, yeah. Um, American Graffiti, uh, that, that has some really cool cars, the, uh, the bright yellow, uh, Ford, I think it is. See, I had a, a friend when I was, uh, when I was a teenager, him and his dad restored a uh, uh, 50s or 40s, I think it's 40s, um, Chevy. I I lose names of, of things. But, uh, you know, father and son restored this car, hot rod, you know, big tires in the back, uh, skinny tires in the front. But it's a bright, bright-ass yellow. Like a canary yellow, as they call it. Um, and then you have uh, what was that show uh, with the semis, the Highwaymen? Uh, they had a semi in that with kind of a uh, helicopter cockpit. Um, that was kind of a Mad Max knockoff. Uh, there was a movie called Damn Damnation Alley. They had a really cool. Um, uh, I don't know what you could call it, but it, it just had, like, you look this stuff up, but the Damnation Alley, it's it's kind of like a motorhome kind of thing. Like if you took two motorhomes, put it together where they kind of, you can kind of snake, but it had um, like three tires, like the tires could flip, like, look it up. Trust me, look it up. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. Um, But a lot of times this would something as simple as this would just kind of enhance a movie, give you, give you something kind of tactile to, to, to get a hold of, you know, um, back to the future, just the whole idea of, you know, the DeLorean, you know, like I didn't know what a DeLorean was until I saw that movie. And I think, I don't, I don't think I'm the, the only one to, to say that. Um, but you know, it's, it's a, it's an iconic car. Um, there is, uh, you could probably watch if, I mean, some people don't like him, which is fine, which is fine. But, uh, Jay Leno's garage, he has, uh, get a lot, he gets a lot of stuff on there. So he gets a lot of, uh, cars for movies. A lot of people, um, uh, they'll bring their, uh, replicas or, I don't know, kind of like they, yeah, I guess you can call it a replica. So, um, there is one with, uh, with, uh, the DeLorean on there. And so somebody, he bought a DeLorean and then, uh, he went ahead and made it look like the back to the future, uh, DeLorean. And then, uh, I think there's, yeah, there's a documentary 
on them restoring the original movie used DeLorean that's in a museum now. Um, but I mean, you, you could probably just be like, Oh no, 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 no. I don't, you know, I'm not really into that. But if you start thinking about it, even something as simple as like the millennium Falcon, it's a vehicle. You can, you can throw that in, in with all this. And it's just little things like that, that I think enhance the entertainment we have. Um, like, you know, you had uh, Miami Vice with, um, what did he have? I want to say Corvette, but I think it's a Lamborghini. Yeah, he had a Lamborghini. Uh, the boats that are on there. Um, it's a lot of stuff. Um, like the the light cycles from Tron. I don't like, I just, I don't know what I'm doing with this. I just, I just really think that, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. You just to kind of take a moment and, and look at this stuff. And, you know, it, it does take craftsmanship to do this stuff. Um, I know what it takes to, I know what it takes to take a motor out of a car, rebuild it and put it back. <laughs> I also know how to make a movie and, uh, put all the pieces together and then put it out. <clears throat> and I'll tell you, both are hard in their own way. They're, they're, they're hard in their own way. Um, you know, you have to have a knowledge to do both. So having a knowledge to build uh, a movie prop, uh, car, truck, um, It's an art, you know, to 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 make something. I mean, if you look at the uh, the the monsters car, hell, even you know, let let's let's go wild here. Like, if if you go back, even well, I mean, you can look at the movie uh, from the nineties, uh, but you can also look at the truck from from the TV show, The Beverly Hillbillies. That that was somebody put that together to look a specific way to to give it that extra something with the characters you you know you you don't you don't remember the the so-so cars you you remember the ones that really stick out you know christine sticks out because it's 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 not the typical car that you know we would normally see like you know like a big thing 57 chevy and um model t's and, and trans ams and stuff like that but you get this 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 plymouth fury and it looks different um phantasm the cuda looks different it doesn't look like a lot of the other uh 60s 70s uh what you know people call muscle cars uh you know it's something to really kind of marvel at uh in uh, don coscarelli's book Talks about the first time he saw Akuda, and it was like a pea green or something. It was green, but the one in the Phantasm, it's 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 black. And I don't think that was really a a popular color for it. I think it was normally like green and red and blue stuff like that. I'm not a really familiar with the Akuda other than the movie. Um, but when you get your your fan of the phantasm stuff 
they think of that they think of that car think of the cuda you know it's 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 pretty prominent in in the movies um yeah it's you know when you when you watch a movie just think of these little things you know think of the cars the the time it takes to to maintain those and the the thought that goes into it and it i know that a lot of uh a lot of tv shows don't really do that kind of stuff anymore a lot of movies don't really do that much anymore they're a little more specific on it uh or you'll they'll have like a sponsorship for for whatever i think one of the most ridiculous things i've seen was uh was it um i may be thinking of a different one but i think tony stark driving a kia like some kind of sports kia and iron man 2 uh, I think that's what it was. That or it was a Nissan. It was something that didn't make any sense. You know, oh shit. Look at the cars in Tony's garage. Like he gets the idea for the hot rod red on of Iron Man because he looks at one of his hot rods. Um, and granted, just some of those just kind of standard cars, but you know, they look pretty cool. Uh, I remember there was uh, uh, some shows in the 80s where they would, you know, they just have like a vehicle of some kind in it. Uh, there was a like a crime show called Stingray. They just had a Stingray. It was just, you know, Corvette Stingray. Um, Street Hawk had a, a motorcycle. Um, Airwolf helicopter. Uh, what was it? There was a, a show called Riptide. They had a big like i think it was pink i think it was pink or i'm just remembering it wrong but they had this big helicopter he called the screaming mimi so so it's um yeah i don't know i just wanted to have just to throw these out there uh they don't really like i said they don't really do this much because it creates a new, uh production costs for movies so if it if it's not a imperative to have this thing you know i guess you can say the you know batman always has the batmobile so you know you have a batmobile you know and then uh christopher nolan gave him a tank you know and then the Zack snyder i don't know what you could call that a racing tank maybe uh to where in the snyder cut batman ends up with a tank <laughs> For uh, Justice League, and you see that moment where he's he's like standing on a tank from the Frank Miller comic. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of dying off in a way. But you still get some stuff here and there. And I'm not like oh boo hoo, you know. It, there was just a time for this, you know. It just had its 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 big time, like the '60s, '70s, '80s was huge for this um then you get like some of the really interesting cars fast and furious those movies yeah they still have cars in it uh doing weird things with cars but uh i mean was it fast and furious 5 for they're dragging the safe but you know they're practical practical cars just doing this this thing in the movie um yeah like <laughs> there are uh like 
you ever see the movie, if you ever see Blade, the car he drives, if I could pick a car, that's what I would want. Like something like that. You know, it's not very eco-friendly. That's kind of I think it's also something that kind of uh knocked a lot of this out is the eco-friendly stuff. Um well was it uh Age of Ultron? The Age of yeah, I think it's Age of Ultron where they have a Harley Davidson, but it's electric. So they introduced an electric Harley Davidson in there, you know. Um most of the time they don't really mess with the uh the vehicles because you know it's a lot of a lot of this stuff is for production costs and you know they make money off of it and if they do anything different to it <clears throat> excuse me then that kind of takes it away from what the actual car is where people buy <clears throat> i think it's i think it's the first avengers that there is a like a really goofy moment where uh, Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch, not Scarlet Witch, um, uh, Black Widow, run around a some kind of Nissan or whatever, and it's like the way they run around it, it's like totally a commercial shot for the vehicle. Uh, next time you watch the movie, you, you, you'll catch it. You'll catch it. So I, I get. I guess I, I'm going to go ahead and finish this, but uh, it's it give it a try like look at um look at a lot of this stuff because you know it, it's fun there are so many um uh so many cars and trucks and all that that you know it, it is kind of a dying thing for uh you know a lot of a lot of people uh, i'm not i'm not really like i'm good with when something had its time I'm, I'm i'm fine with it i'm happy happy i had the time with it you know like recently you know with our previous episode big trouble in little china his truck the poor shop express you know it's it's a, it's kind of a character it's kind of a part of the whole the whole movie all that um go on and on and on so just embrace this stuff embrace embrace the things that you you know like a lot of people complain about comic book movies and all that but one day they're not really going to make comic book movies like they do now you know who who knows what it is it it could be you know uh cgi only hyper robot action jock movies or something you know i, I don't know uh yeah you know Check us out at Instagram at uh, lobby underscore boys underscore podcast. Send us an email. Uh, lobbyboyspod at gmail.com. Uh, our Twitter is lobbyboyspod. Facebook, just lobbyboyspodcast. Uh, just pop on there and say hey. Uh, throw out, you know, you hear this, just put out any pictures of any vehicles you like, you know, movies you like that have a lot of this stuff go for it you know don't mind don't mind hearing anything you have uh have something you would do i should get with floyd fry for the pop list maybe do uh like a crossover episode to 
you know, talk about famous, you know, vehicles and movies and TV shows. You know, talk about you know, top five. You know. Um, we haven't done anything on the Twitch in a while. I, I keep thinking that you know maybe I'm going to just go on airplane, maybe hunt showdown or something, so everybody can see how bad I am, uh, just for the heck of it. But if you would be so kind as to follow Daniel White. Uh, pretty much everywhere uh, he, he does things. It's Birds and Boxes. Check out his Instagram, Birds and Boxes. Our theme song, Way to Go, performed by Nothing But Stars Inside. You can get their stuff on Bandcamp at nothingbutstarsinside.bandcamp.com. Uh, check them out on Instagram, Nothing But Stars Inside. Currently working on some new music. And at some point, um, I'm going to, I'm going to drag him on, I'm going to drag him on. He's not really one for doing this, but, uh, I hope to go ahead and, uh, to get him on and, you know, just kind of chit chat, talk his process maybe. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love the fact that you guys do listen. We really appreciate it. There is so much that, you know, we, you know, we have planned. Uh, we're working on some stuff behind the scenes. It's, it's been a little hard. Uh, everybody's schedule's kind of, kind of wacky right now. Uh, that's why I'm stuck here on the night shift. But at some point, we're going to get the ball rolling. Uh, we're talking about maybe recording ahead. So some things may seem slightly out of whack as we are uh, uh, working on uh, uh, continuing our story. So that will be fun. Uh, we do have some other little things we, we really want to get taken care of. And hopefully we will get that uh, sooner than later. Uh, hopefully before too late well not too late but uh people's schedules get a little busier um that uh we will get our short film out that is a that is a still a work in progress but uh when we get it get it completed it will be up on our youtube when we get our youtube uh and just start get some stuff up on there um but we got a lot of things we want to do. We just don't want to just start slamming things out there and then not getting things done because it's frustrating. But when we get a little bit of a backlog on some stuff, we're going to go ahead and, you know, get it going. So I will talk to you later. And I thank you very much for listening. Uh, you guys have a good day. Have a good day.